Good evening. Welcome to Karl Marx Does the Washing Up. Yeah, uh, sorry. Metaphysical nonsense in the time it takes to make five Tesco basic microwave meals. Which is 21 minutes. Yep. I'm Shaitali. And I'm Elias Kassam. And today, dude, let's talk about enlightenment. Yeah. Everything is about enlightenment that we talk about. Let's talk about... Oh, you noticed? Yeah. <laughs> let's actually talk about enlightenment. Okay. Yeah? Yeah. I'm too enlightened to talk about this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. That's exactly it. So, uh, have you read Siddhartha by Herman Hesse? I haven't. I don't need... Um, oh, you're, you're too I intuited it as Fine. a book. But, so, my understanding of this book is I've heard that uh, those who are enlightened can't communicate what enlightenment is. So, and thus... Uh, having teachers... No, I think you're talking about dyslexic. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> no? <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, so the, having teachers is ultimately pointless because they can't teach you what enlightenment is. But having said that, enlightenment is the same thing to everyone. Okay. So I think I maybe agree with the first point, but I don't... I agree with the former, but I don't think I agree with the latter. Because yeah. I'm not sure if you and I would have the same definition of enlightenment. What would your definition of enlightenment? So I think I've got a definition of enlightenment and apple juice. Yes, thank you. Is that your definition? Apple juice. <laughs> Freshly squeezed apple juice. Who oh, am wow. I? Uh, yeah, yeah, but so when it comes down to enlightenment, I think my definition of enlightenment is that enlightenment is just sustained happiness. Sustained happiness. Yeah. Yeah, and it's more than contentment, it's more than peace. It's sustained happiness. Yeah. But there's no sort of um like, what is, is there any, like, metaphysical kind of prerequisite or implication of that happiness? Like, is, is it just, like, how do, you, how do you get this happiness? What is... Well, so that's the thing. So happiness could come from finding out that, you know, life is meaningless. Or happiness could come from the fact that, you know, life has meaning. Or happiness could come from the fact that, you know, there is a God and I found that God. Or happiness could come from the fact that, you know, there's meaning in every... Oh, there's, like, a, like, om is the sound that every being makes and there is this beautiful thing joining us all together. Yeah. I don't know what would be the cause of sustained happiness, but that's what I'm chasing. But I don't I don't think that's like really any different from anybody else's definition of Well what's your definition of enlightenment? Yeah, it would be like a permanent sustained transcendence. Yeah, but would that but, equate to happiness? Yeah, but the would that equate to happiness? Well, I, yeah, I think so. I think it's just like, this is maybe a step, slightly, the language I'm using is maybe a, yeah, but actually, a step so before, but like that could be to like, you know, meaninglessness or moral nihilism, whatever it could be. You, but you're, the idea is that you're sort of transcending the everyday worldly. Yeah, yeah. Of, but then is transcending, transcending the everyday world, are you transcending emotion? Yeah, yeah there's, well, not emotion. So, so there'd your, be no your, happiness and no sadness. Whereas what I'm saying is there will be sustained happiness, but I'd, I'd still feel those same emotions, but I'd only feel happiness. Whereas maybe still, transcending yeah. emotion, no, maybe transcendence is more like just transcending all emotion. No, I don't think you become emotionless as a thing. I think you just become sort of unattached and... Like, I don't really know, like, what... And like, I mean, like you said, it's not something you can really talk about. Yeah, a exactly. Lot of, a lot of traditions... Um, I mean, but it also it's all we talk about. Yeah, it's all, we, it's all we talk about because we haven't achieved it. Yeah, actually, and but that's it's, kind of the thing that the point the book makes, actually, is that by chasing enlightenment so much, you're actually obscuring it because you're focusing too much on this one thing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, for sure. But that's what we, we both definitely agree with. Yeah, right? yeah, for sure. Like, chasing yeah. after something, like, you know. Especially when what you're chasing after is, like, 
sort of peace, non-attachment, things which require like a, which is not so based on like desire and greed and la 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 la. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I think, I mean, you know, uh, in a lot of traditions they say, you know, the yogi's left his body, right? Like that's when he becomes enlightened. He's like, he's, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's like, you probably can't talk about it. Um, because you're not yeah. here anymore. Oh, but okay, no, but this is this is actually something I find really fascinating because people talk about a yogi leaving his body, like you know you meditate for such an extent that you leave your body. But you know who else leaves their body? Uh, prostitutes. Yes. Prostitutes. Like if they're having, uh, I read an article where this prostitute was like she's having sex with this like the tenth guy that day, and she just imagined she was somewhere else. She left her body in the same way that a yogi left his. I think that's different. That's disassociation. As opposed, as opposed to dying. <laughs> when the yogi's when not they, dead, though. When, they say, he's, when no, he's no, meditating, when they say he's not dead. Yeah, but when they say the yogi's left his body, they mean he died. Yeah, yeah, but there's... And then uh, his body actually doesn't work anymore. Yeah, but we're, they're both trying to disassociate from the self. And the prostitute is doing it, and the yogi is doing it. Just because we're, just because one is doing it through meditation, yeah, and one is doing it through the power yeah. of a, they're both doing it from the power of their mind. And that really fascinated to me because I always thought there was only one way to dissociate from yourself, but actually there's a myriad of ways to dissociate. But maybe, from yourself. But maybe it's the same. It's the same essential way. It's just some people do it during sex they don't want to be having. Yes, exactly. And some people do it during being quiet when they want to be <laughs> noisy. When they want to be noisy. <laughs> yeah, and. Uh, yeah, but it really got me thinking. And actually, I think that's, that's what made me think that maybe everyone does have the same context for enlightenment or the same theory on enlightenment. Well, I, th- I think generally what we're talking about uh, is kind of the same, Most, partly because it's so abstract and unknowable that we don't really know what it is that we're talking about, and so there's some synchronicity. Yeah. But, then, but maybe our methods of getting it uh, are slightly different. And I think there's like a maybe more like you know atypical, no, a more typical way of getting it that might be you know you know it's all to do with meditation, oneness with God, mantras, all these sort of things. But maybe there's more other ways to do it, or more interesting ways, which are yeah. And I, but and I'd, so I do connect- agree with that actually. And and so the other so as I was saying, the first point is that it's pointless having teachers because teachers can't teach you enlightenment. No, but I think I think, and they also say. So the point is that also he can't teach you. The teachers can't teach you the way to enlightenment. Well, I think I think it's with a lot of these things. It's like you've got to figure out the way yourself. Yeah. Uh, but they can give you tools or teach you. Like, I think certain virtues help you to, on this path, right? And so you can yeah. educate virtues. Do you think you that you reached enlightenment? Me? Yes. What is? I'm very flattered. No, of course not. Yeah. No. Yeah, no, but it yeah. is. Is that another thing? Is this another misconception that we think that we can only reach enlightenment at old age? No, no, I just think I would, I would like, have less... Less what? Yeah, just... Oh, yeah, okay, like, so that's... Less a, back problems. Okay, well, that's a better question. <laughs> so, what is... When I asked you to define what enlightenment is to you, it's maybe not so much what you gain, it's what you lose. So, what do you think you would lose by being enlightened? What would I lose? Like, um, Apart from back problems. I guess feelings of anxiety, feelings of like, um, sort of, you know, completely irrational fears, <laughs> um, feelings of like, uh, craving and lusting and, uh, 
sort of needing, you know, always needing something other than ambition, like we said, uh, yeah, absence true. of ambition, all these sort of things. So I think you can still have feelings, but you're not like they can they can waft I waft past you, and you don't need to like um, define them or create sort of equations or structures that having this feeling means A B C D and D E. Do you think you'd you still feel love if you were enlightened? Like love for a child or love for a partner? I mean, from my, like, you know, whatever, I guess these are just fed by imageries and narratives from books and stuff. Yeah. Whatever, but I think it would just be, you would just this, like, open kind of um, sort of energetic, like, display of love. Like, you just are love in the state yeah. of enlightenment. You're just, like, you're just yeah, yeah. love. But then necessarily you won't love one more than another. Yeah, but maybe you will. I like. I think you 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 can be. Um, I'm sure you can be enlightened and married. It's just you're probably infuriating. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <that's laughs> He's like, can you clean the stove? Yeah, and then you go have a shower. She's like, the stove's not clean, but I am the, the stove. stove. Yeah, exactly. Cleaning me is <laughs> cleaning the stove. I like that. Yeah, but I think so. I think that's something I struggle with because, like, my I think I am happy if my definition of enlightenment is that it's sustained happiness. So, you think you're enlightened? I, yeah, but so when you phrase it like that, it sounds absurd. But when you phrase it in, like, you know, my theory on enlightenment is that enlightenment is happiness, I am happy and I have been for a while. Am I enlightened? Like, if I follow my own logic, then yeah, potentially I am enlightened. Shit. Yeah, I know. That's bananas. But maybe that's why I really struggle to communicate on the podcast. But I also don't believe you're happy. Like, you don't believe I'm happy? Level, but this is such nonsense. No, I believe you're happy, but like... You don't, know, think I, don't like, I don't see you as an unhappy person. Yeah, but maybe but you I don't think maybe see I'm me just as an enlightened person. <laughs> level of happiness. Like, sustained, you're always happy? Yeah, I think I am always happy. You're un... You're un... Infuriated or... or I don't think I'm... Thing. Okay, no, I am, I'm infuriated by lots of things. Like ignorance. <laughs> like ignorance, yes, exactly. <laughs> or I'm infuriated by apathy, you know, in the hospital. I'm infuriated when shit doesn't get done. So maybe I'm not truly enlightened. But I guess that's maybe not your definition of enlightenment, right? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, because that's, you're applying your definition of enlightenment to my... To, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. To yeah, me. Yeah, that's not, yeah. Which I don't think is fair. Yeah. But I think that's my what unenlightened we, definition. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's what we do for everything, don't we? We apply yeah, our yeah, own yeah, definitions yeah. of love to other people who are in love or our own definitions of intimacy to people who are yeah but then I guess we need to like talk similar languages to define yeah, you, can't, yeah, you can't say you're enlightened and I'm not enlightened when we've got different definitions yeah yeah but I think your definition of enlightenment maybe involves God whereas my definition of enlightenment doesn't involve God and I don't know if most people's definition of enlightenment involves God but, but also or God... at least some sort of spiritual context yeah I mean God God's just a story to help us understand, like, some sort of abstract notion of enlightenment or some sort of, uh, you know, creative, like, sustenance of the universe or whatever. But we don't yeah. need to call it God. It doesn't need to be spiritual. You can still... Yeah, but it's still, I think most people have a definition of enlightenment that is, like, oneness yeah. with their surroundings. Yeah, yeah. I think it's, like, yeah, exactly. Total... Yeah. 
total oneness with your surroundings. Like yeah, you yeah. have become, so like in Islam, you have fana fala, which means annihilation in God. And yeah. then waqbillah means uh, um, uh, permanence in God. So yeah. permanence in God is, uh, is enlightenment. But it's that way you've left. Like I think in my head, it's, yeah. I think I've experienced moments of fana fala, moments of transcendence yeah, yeah. where I have been in that state. And for me, enlightenment is just sustained that. Like, it's in that total place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so that, it's like that level of happiness. It is happiness. It's just like, it's like tranquil, weightless, empty happiness. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And unfazed by anything. Yeah, when actually in his book, like, he, he, like, picks up this soil. And he's like, this isn't just soil. Like, it's, you know, once it was... Uh, once it was a flower, once it was a human, like he, when he picks up the soil, he sees its whole life cycle. Yeah. And the whole concept is that, you know, everything is something. Everything is something. At the same time. So even as humans, we are still the soil. We yeah. are the flower. We are the river. We are everything that, we're, that we ever were and ever will be. Yeah. So ev- yeah. like everything is like interconnected and related. Yeah, 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 so, everything. Yeah, exactly. So how do you relate that to enlightenment then, or like? How do yeah, you yeah. Know? So I think that's what I really struggle with. My definition of enlightenment doesn't really encompass any of those things. Mm-hmm. It's just like I'm laughing and I'm walking down the street and having a great time. But then why do you need a why do you need a word like enlightenment for it? Why isn't it? You, I think you're just talking about happiness. No, because happiness almost seems not grandeur enough. Happiness sounds fleeting to me, whereas enlightenment sounds something more permanent. But then in your definition of enlightenment, it actually sounds more fleeting. More fleeting, no. Yeah, in that you've, only, you've felt it in moments. No, I felt transcendence in moments. And enlightenment is permanent. Transcendence. So yeah, 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 permanent transcendence. Yeah. Yeah. But, but I think for me, also happiness, for me, an idea of happiness is quite permanent. Or quite, not permanent, but sustained. Yeah. Whereas like ideas of joy and ecstasy and And they're fleeting. Yeah, yeah, these are fleeting. Peace feels a little longer for some yeah. reason. Yeah. But, um, when I say somebody's like, yeah, but also really happy, it's like, yeah, but also when we ask people if they're happy, we're project, we're asking them to be happy in what we consider to be happy. Yeah, because I'm sure a but lot I of people, if they looked at my life, they'd be like, "Why the hell are you happy?" Yeah, yeah, you have a lot of things that point to like, you know, yeah, yeah. problems. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and I'm not. Yeah, exactly. but I also, I, I still, I still like. You're it's just, quite arrogant, but I still feel like there's. Uh, you still feel I'm not you, happy. You, no, 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 no. There's just like some other thing that you like you you haven't looked at. Yeah. Okay. Maybe that's it. But maybe my in like. Yeah, and maybe that's the string that I struggle with because my happiness might be due to obliviousness. Yeah. So maybe it's the ignorance is bliss. But so for, yeah. Okay. So I think that's what it is. My notion of enlightenment is bliss plus. And your notion of enlightenment is bliss. So it's like ignorance is bliss. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Knowledge is torture. Yes, exactly. And bliss plus is like returning to the ignorance after experiencing the knowledge, right? And so I'm in the torture. You're in the bliss. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we're, 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 we're working towards the bliss plus. Well, I'm working towards the bliss, bliss plus. Yeah, whereas I'm trying to stay in the bliss. Stay in the bliss. Yeah. Because you haven't yeah. found the torture. Yeah. Well, yeah, but is knowledge torture? Actually, knowledge is definitely torture. Yeah, I mean, I completely agree. That's why we enjoy a podcast so much. (laughs) Yeah, no, but there is some insightful stuff in here about knowledge in in that he thinks he has too much knowledge to reach enlightenment. So he tries to empty himself of knowledge, uh, but it's not possible. 
Yeah, yeah. Unconditioning is... Yeah, well, exactly. Like that's what you're trying to do. We're trying to create emptiness. Yeah. I think... And that's where the dissociation from yourself comes, in that you're trying to become empty, but it's impossible to do. You're trying to become empty. Well, I think, I think, I think enlightenment is basically becoming the universe or the things that are around you. And yeah. so if you reflect everything that the universe is, which is, I think, at its base, essentially empty, or essentially, um, it's made mostly of space. So if you acknowledge the, like, you metaphysically acknowledge the physical implications of the totality of space within your body, then you become more at one with the universe. Like, yeah, but is that, does that go against every principle in terms of that, you know, you need to focus on getting food, you need to focus on getting water, you need to focus on maybe covering your body in something so you don't get infections or whatever. See, I don't, I don't, does it go against keeping yourself alive? Does it go against survival instincts? I don't, I, don't, I don't really think so. Um, like, I guess I don't, don't know, haven't experienced it, but it's like, I think you're still, you can still be an enlightened person in a body that functions well as a body. And the body does the things that it needs to do in, in order to do the things that it needs to do. But it doesn't mean that your mental state or your physical state needs to be in a state of like perpetual anxiety. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. Like, well, I, I, yeah, you I don't think transcend need... that level of anxiety as well, right? Yeah. I don't yeah. think we need like a constant like state of fear in order to feed ourselves. Yeah, so right? I agree with that. And also like you know, you look at those holy men, they just think and they fast. They think and they fast. They, they think and they fast. They eat, yeah, like yeah. once a day. Max. Think, they fast, they eat once a day. Think and fast. Yeah. Yeah, but not think fast. They think and then fast. And yeah, then but fast. I, wait, I didn't think they think much. I thought like I thought enlightenment is like not too much thinking. Yeah, yeah, but maybe that's the difference. That I think that there's not much thinking. Wait, no, but we both are, no. I think enlightenment is too much thinking. Oh, what? So I think I think uh, if you're chasing enlightenment, you're thinking too much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, chasing enlightenment, you're thinking too much. So yeah. Thinking so thinking prevents enlightenment. Yes. Which is a state of thoughtlessness. Yes, but it's impossible to be thoughtlessness. Is it? Yeah, yeah, I just don't think that you we can... You can like, yeah. But are you talking about subconscious thought or conscious thought? Both. Both. Okay, yeah. so then I think, I think you can experience uh, thoughtlessness on a conscious state. Yeah? Conscious thoughtlessness. Yeah, I've, I'm pretty sure I've experienced it. Yeah. Oh, right. and I suppose that prostitute, like, when she dissociated from herself, thought of it. And so did I'm the yogi sure when the they're same, meditating. That's the same thing. Like, you can kind of... I think you can... Sh- you can if you're imagining yourself in a different place, well, that's, that's like a very, like... Cognitively heavy process. Yeah, I yeah. don't think it is the same. Like uh, no, but it, she she said that she wasn't. It's not so much about imagining herself in a different space. She was just leaving her body. Leaving her body. Yeah. Who? Oh, so this is somebody you were speaking to. No, it's an article I read. Okay. Was it written by Katie Hopkins? <laughs> um, uh, yeah, and, and that's what really fascinated me actually. Yeah, I, I, I like the I do like the idea of uh, like and I like the idea a yogi of with a prostitute. Like. Yeah, no, but I think and I think actually like people are so condescending towards prostitutes, but maybe they're a lot more uh, enlightened than we think they are. Well, I think I mean I think the ability to to be that free with your body, right? Yeah. It requires some level of enlightenment in itself. It's not always, obviously they're not always like. Um, yeah, we are talking about prostitutes who are like actively chosen to be prostitutes, chosen, yeah, not okay. rather the ones who've been trafficked. Or when, yeah, 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 that's different. 
But even actually, if you think about it, those who are sick often disassociate from themselves, right? Like those who are physically unable still seem to be mentally able to leave their bodies. Physically, yeah. So when I was, when I was, yeah, exactly. When you were sick, yeah, that's what led to these. Like, why I've got like quite a, quite a heavy like uh, spiritual. I forgot you were enlightened for a period of time. (laughs) Yeah. I don't think I was enlightened. <laughs> um, Were you thinking too much? Well, I was thinking a lot. I had a lot of anxiety, but I had these like um, intense moments of transcendence. And I guess what was happening there is that, in a sense, my body was hard to like to deal with or to live in. Yeah, yeah. So you did. Um, so I looked for beauty in the world, right? Yeah. To create meaning or whatever, and I would look at whatever it is—a crack on a pavement, a flower, whatever was around me, yeah, 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 a piece yeah. of music or something. And I connect myself to that music, and in that in that state, st- you can achieve. moment, then the body begins to lose its its structure. Like mentally, I no longer consider myself Part being. Body, right? uh, I just become that music or yeah, become yeah, that yeah. flower. And the then you can float, right? Okay, yeah. Then but you can float. So that is pretty similar to what, uh, yeah. to what you're talking about with the yeah. sort of. But you don't think that's transcendence, or you think that is transcendence? Yeah, I think. I mean, it was. It was. And then you think enlightenment is that in a permanent state. Yeah. Like that complete disassociation. Yeah, I guess so. Well, it's a difference between... I don't think disassociation is the word, it's oneness. Because you're still part of yourself. You're still part of yourself, but the boundaries between yourself and the outside, or the other thing... They no longer exist. They become recalibrated with something slightly truer, I think. So, like, what, what, what had a huge impact on me? Wait, why were those... So, when you said they were intense feelings of transcendence, uh, what does the word intense mean in that context? Like, intense in that they were overwhelming... Yeah. yeah, you said intense. Does um, that mean that they're, like, overwhelming, or does it mean that it was beautiful, or does it mean... Like, if it was prolonged, would you just die? Like, is it too intense? I don't think... I, no, I don't think it was too intense. Like, it's not that I would die. I think it was, like, really in a way, lighter and more weightless than anything else in my life. But it's, it was just so, in, it was so intense in the sense that it was so... It's maybe more ex- uncommon or exotic so, oh, rather new. than intense. It's just like... A new feeling? So uncommon. Yeah. Um, but also, like, maybe what I mean is remarkable. It's, like, yeah, worthy okay. of notifying. Yeah, a good word, yeah. Uh, like and noteworthy remembering. as well. Yeah. yeah, noteworthy, right? Yeah, so yeah. it's, like... In a way, it's not that intense. Well, but in the same time, like these are the moments where, when you tell me, like, think about the most meaningful parts yeah, of your life. Yeah, those are the moments. I that always come... go back to those kind of moments. Also, I've never asked you to think about the most meaningful parts of your life. Wait, this is what we do every day. <laughs> <laughs> this is what you WhatsApp me every day, and I'm like, isn't that what you mean when you say, like, you know? Yeah, uh, but then I'm trying to think, what are those? What would be the equivalent of those moments for me? I, think, like, I don't, yeah. know. don't know. You said with family, right? We spoke. Can we speak yeah, about? with family. Yeah, that's true. With family. Um, yeah, and it's interesting. With family, I just do feel very happy. So I do think that's when you're with family, you you because because that's they're the people you know the best. Then you, there's no protective barriers up against about like preserving mm. the self or preserving being known. So there is an element of like. Um, those boundaries break down because you just be who you are. Yeah. Because there's no point in hiding from them because they know the shit that you have. 
Yeah, and also, I mean, also, I can just go there and I can just sleep. Yeah, yeah, you exactly. know what I mean. I don't I need to be present. I can be present, but I can be asleep on yeah, the sofa. Yeah. But I'm still part of the family dynamic. And I think that's. I don't think it's too different to like being like one with God because you're just breaking down those barriers with yeah. like something which is just a bit more around. Yeah. So I think this is something I struggled with, and actually, I think this is what this book is actually about. Because initially, he tries to dissociate from himself. This book, you mean your diary? <laughs> 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 yeah, so initially he tries to dissociate from himself, uh, but he realizes actually at the end that it's all about oneness. So it's exactly what you just described. Yeah. And that is the Buddhism, Buddhist notion of enlightenment, that you're at oneness with your surroundings, but you're still at oneness with yourself. Yeah, but maybe your, your real issue is that, um, like, we always talk about enlightenment being oneness with God, but you're a polytheist. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so what is this oneness shit? No, but then if so I'm a polytheist, like, then, then surely everything is God. Yeah, yeah. But so, so the same. So then it should be easier for me to connect with things. Yeah, but monotheism and polytheism are the same. They yeah, both yeah, mean they everything just, is God. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It all just means everything yeah, is God. Yeah, one is God is everywhere, and one is just a like, like, different God. Everything's everywhere. got God. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. Um, <laughs> but so, so what, was, what was I trying to say before? Some nonsense. Yeah, some nonsense. <laughs> uh, no, what was like really. Um, yeah, yeah, but actually, fuck you. You're like trying to change my notion of enlightenment. Very happy with my notion of enlightenment no, like being that it's just sustained happiness. And also that I am enlightened. Yeah, yeah, I like that. I like that. Yeah, yeah. Well. So also, sorry, if you want to follow me in some sort of. Maybe I should write a book about how enlightened I am. Well, I thought, I thought once, you are, once you're enlightened, you can't write a book. Yeah, yeah, but if, if the world has that's taught us anything, is that those who are enlightened try and monetize it. I don't think that's true. I, I think mean, that's I definitely think true. No, think of all the cult people leaders. People who think they're enlightened write a book. Yeah, but I think I'm enlightened. enlightened. Yeah, yeah. So you're one of the idiots. But, like, <laughs> but that's, that, that, that's what I'm trying to say. But oh, true. You're one of the, you're one, be you modern. should definitely write a book. You're one of those idiots. <laughs> 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 yeah, but are you, so you're saying true enlightenment one wouldn't try and profit from it because it can't be taught like are we agreeing on that fact I don't think I don't think uh, no I don't because you seem quite quite keen on teaching me what enlightenment is uh, do I I have no what do you mean I, like no this whole idea. podcast you've been like this is my view on enlightenment yeah but you've been telling me what yours is <laughs> <laughs> what um, this is no, yeah, this is my... I don't know what... Like, I have no idea what enlightenment is. Just, like, my concept of enlightenment is... Yeah, such. okay, so I think this is the biggest issue. So we don't know what enlightenment is. And thus, will we ever know if we've become enlightened? Or can you only know what enlightenment is when you become enlightened? Yeah, I think that, I think yeah. that makes sense. I mean, it's obviously a stupid podcast, but, like... <laughs> <laughs> but is that the same with love? Is that the same with everything abstract? Um, like you can only yeah. know what death is when you die. You can only know yeah, what love is when you fall in love. You can only know. Yeah, but the thing is, you, you, what the soul is when you. I don't know. No, but there's a difference. You can know. You can know it in truth, right? And then you can uh, conceive of it in language, right? And to conceive of it in language is so. Uh, yeah, but words never express thoughts that well. Yeah, fine. But they can. They can as long as you accept them for the vehicles that they are rather Fine. than the endpoints. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then try, to, right? try to see them as a vehicle rather than... Yeah, okay. yeah. So you can use... I think lusting after is a problem, but you can use, like, ideas or concepts in order to structure your life in order to help you become virtuous enough to attain enlightenment, right? 
I like, so, like that. it's about for me like it's about opening up the spaces in your life to allow something like enlightenment to like fall into <laughs> right which yeah, requires that, a lot of work yeah because your in definition, my definition of enlightenment in yours it's yeah, mine's pretty know, chill but, just, you, but even in your definition of enlightenment it seems to leave a lot to chance but that's maybe just the language that you used about enlightenment falling into it that but seems but I think life, life has a lot to do with chance in, in general I think we like to think that we impose our, our model of reality yeah. onto reality but our model never fits on reality yeah, right? and I true. think that's the same problem whether we can't define enlightenment or we think we can define it but we can't really it's because we have a model of enlightenment we impose it on the, the, uh, the enlightenment which we don't we're not imposing on enlightenment we're just imposing on fucking thin air or whatever because <laughs> we don't know what enlightenment is okay so I think the second biggest question is I think the biggest question actually and the question we should end the podcast on is that we're not entirely sure what enlightenment is uh, but should we devote our lives to trying to obtain enlightenment and I'm not saying that we should chase enlightenment but should we devote our lives to trying to achieve enlightenment I think I think maybe part like should that be the goal of what life our lives are I think it's not a bad goal but I, I think maybe the difference between your definition and my definition is mine sounds maybe a bit more dramatic in the sense that you need to stop doing a lot of stuff in order to yeah. in order to get it. Yeah. Whereas yours can probably you can probably still be on Tinder and be enlightened. <laughs> right. <laughs> and I I think you can still be on Tinder and be enlightened in my definition. It's just that maybe you need to delete it temporarily. <laughs> And then when you've achieved enlightenment, then, then you, you go back to Tinder. <laughs> you know? And you're just super liking everyone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but I, I, so I do think that's, uh, I think that's quite a good thing to end on, actually. Yeah, I mean, it would be interesting to hear what you guys have to say. Yeah. You dumb I think that's the only... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I think that's the most concrete thing that we've said the entire podcast, that, you know, ultimately, maybe the goal of our lives is to become enlightened. Yeah, but and it's my, not, I don't think either of us are anywhere near committed to that. Yeah, yeah, but in the same way, we are committed to having children. We are committed to getting married one day. We are committed to being enlightened one day. Just I don't not right now. Are you really committed to being enlightened? I think you've got to work a you've got to work a little bit harder. Yeah, but that's only by your notion of enlightenment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. By my notion of enlightenment, you're, I'm working very hard. No, you're at already it. enlightened. By your notion of enlightenment, you're already enlightened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's, uh, but I'm not, according to you, so because so I'm trying to monetize it, and you're like, no, no, I think you can monetize your enlightenment. And you don't. You, it's like to to be enlightened in order to make money is not enlightenment. As far as I'm concerned. <laughs> but if you're actually, if you're sharing your teachings and your love and your la 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 with people, and money falls into your lap <laughs> based on the equation of if I give you this, you give me money, yeah. then um, then I'm sure that's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the I just think it's very hard to teach people my method of enlightenment because it, re- it requires a lot on obliviousness and ignorance, being blessed. Oh, okay. So, so in I've the last a... episode, you hate <laughs> ignorance. You are infuriated by it. Yeah, but now... we're, I mean, come on, we're hypocrites. Yeah, yeah, Everyone okay. is a hypocrite. We're all yeah, destined yeah. to be hypocrites. Yeah, that's true. It's what that's we learned from Katie Hopkins. So that's the most enlightened things that you've said. Yeah, human nature is to be hypocritical. Yeah, yeah. No, I think actually Katie Hopkins was maybe the only... The only person I'm that's not a hypocrite. Not, not a hypocrite. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, and that's why people don't like her. Yeah, yeah, because she was like, 
It's just a straight, straight She abides alley. by what she says. Yeah. Actually, I don't know if she does. I think it's just... Anyway, we're not talking about Kenny Elkins. Yeah, yeah. I've um, talked about her too much. But <laughs> we interviewed her. <laughs> uh, but... Yeah, yeah, no. I think to, to be in a constant state of hypocrisy is the most enlightened thing that you can That's be true. in. Because you're... I think also because the have ideas that lay paradoxical to each other uh, like cause the ideas themselves to combust right so then you live outside of the ideas and then and that for me is enlightenment yeah and then so you live can, outside of the world of ideas maybe that's what enlightenment is because then if you live outside of that world then you you live in the actual world yeah exactly and then you can be at one yeah, yeah. with the actual world because the world is not made of ideas it's yeah the universe has no ideas the universe has no ideas exactly Perfect. That was a good episode. Yeah. Was it? <laughs>